Have you ever talked to a flaming mad attorney about abortion? Let's talk about how we can respond. Come debrief with us. Hey, y'all. I'm Lexi, and I'm your host. I'm Ethan, the Marty McFly character, I guess, on the debrief. <laughs> okay. I'm Seth, and that would make me maybe the doc. I do have a little bit of white hair in my beard, so does that work? Can that uh, work? I don't think you have that much white <laughs> hair, but you not, can Not do really, that. but a few, a few strands. I'll get a big white lap coat and stuff. So. There you go. At least you're wearing a white shirt yeah, today. That's true. That fits, yeah. That's definitely okay. uh, You made a good sense. effort for yeah. continuity today. <laughs> so we have a very good video or uh, clip to well, share yeah, with you Well, yeah, sounded said an angry attorney. Yes. So he dressed like an attorney. So we were in front of the Ohio State University and he was walking past. He did not attend the school. He was actually an attorney, y'all. So he wants you to know that wow. for sure. He makes that clear in the video. I do not. Yes. Did not go here. No, no, no. He just really wants you to know he's an attorney. Oh, he's not so. in school. <laughs> uh, he was real young. So he must have like recently graduated, okay. but he's wearing a suit just to kind of like paint the picture for y'all. He's wearing a suit, had his sunglasses on. And he actually walked past me originally going down to get some food and i was asked what do you think about abortion and he's like you know he kind of scoffed at me whatever and kept walking he went back and got his food and started talking to isaac and so isaac had a conversation with him for you know quite a while but we're just going to listen to a part of that conversation all right fiery attorney let's fire it up that anger in a godly way that this picture is meant to upset people no i think there's a right way that we can be angry Right? In a, in a righteous, you get to godly other way. Reaction. You get to define what people, what the right reaction is to your well, image well, what do you that think? is meant to invoke anger. Do you think there's a right and a wrong way to respond to something? It depends on the circumstance. I'm an attorney, so being calm when I'm pissed off is pretty easy. I don't I don't think that this war well, is you're making not. calm. No, because you don't deserve my call. What you do are I out deserve? here to provoke anger. Okay. That's your entire purpose. That's what their purpose is, theirs and theirs, is out here to provoke anger. No, that's really Otherwise, not you true. wouldn't use this image. You just stand here and you try that's, to talk to people. That's and have really not too. Okay, then what is the purpose of this image? To show people what abortion does, because Ephesians 5.11 says, have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds oh, of darkness. So not only that, you're trying, them. So you're just trying to enforce your religion on the populace. No, I'm, I'm you just, just pointing to... You just quoted a Bible to, verse to me. Right, I'm pointing to the God who's over us all, who has given your us God. his law. Your God. He's given us all his your law. Your God. To the be God, clear. uh so that was kind of hard to hear for at least the first part i feel like is kind of hard to hear but just to kind of give you all a brief overview of what he was saying was his case was that the signs he was pointing to the signs that we have with us that show abortion victims we were just using those to invoke anger out of people uh, as a scare tactic basically and so he was super upset about that and that was kind of his whole position and then Isaac started sharing the reason why we're showing them is because Ephesians 5 to expose the unfruitful works of darkness. And so then that's when he got started getting mad that we were pushing our religion onto the populace, as he says, which is a real fancy word. I love the word populace. Uh I'm going to use it now. Anyways, so what was your first initial reaction to that, Seth? Well, okay. I thought it was interesting. Clearly the, the photos upset him, but he's angry at Isaac is one of the more calm people on our team, right? Definitely. So if anyone's out there just like inciting anger, it's not Isaac. So that was really interesting to me. It just kind of revealed he was more upset because of how he felt about abortion than about anything Isaac did, but also because of what he was seeing. But I mean, what struck me most, and we'll get into this, I'm sure, but was when he said, you don't deserve my calm. That yes. was pretty powerful there. But so my just initial reaction is clearly this attorney had a lot of internal anger about abortion, I guess. Definitely. And so 
I just kind of want to tackle that first off because he was like, yes, as an attorney, I know like how to stay calm under like hard situations or like when you could get mad. I don't know how he, he said it, but yeah, you don't deserve my calm. So I'm acting out in my anger right now, which in his case was that was the purpose that we were out there was because we wanted, this is not true, but this is what he was saying, that we're out there just to make people mad. In my opinion, Ethan, that's just us winning then. If he thinks he's just giving us exactly what he thinks we want is to have some bad reaction from people. I'm like, yeah. if you really think we're out here just to make you mad, then that would give you all the more reason to stay calm. Right. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Generally, people try to ignore us because we, we want people to pay attention to what we're doing, to look at the images and to be affected by those images, whether that's sadness or, you know, sometimes righteous anger at mm -hmm. an injustice can be good. But he just kind of, he thought what we were trying to do was to make people angry. Mm -hmm. And so for some reason, he then just fed into that and was yeah. like, I'm going to give them exactly what I think they want, which is generally not what you try and do to someone you disagree with yeah so it was an interesting tactic on his part yeah <laughs> this is, it, it, so i have heard this before and probably you have too right i remember a couple of my professors from the school i went to for undergrad years ago they were seeing us when we went there with our outreach later and said well you guys are just bringing these photos out there knowing people will get angry and yet you do it and therefore you're responsible for them being angry mm -hmm. what do you think about that like do you think it's really our fault no, I think that goes back to having personal responsibility for the ways you handle situations, especially yeah. when you're out on a college campus. These are grown adults. They should be able to act like grown adults and be able to recognize that there's something maybe very emotionally, uh, something emotional that happens to them when they're seeing these images, but you should be able to control your emotions and control your yeah. actions. Yeah, I, I would totally agree. I mean, I think that even if we know someone would probably do something if they choose to do that something we're not responsible for their choice right exactly. it's still their choice to yeah. get angry yell like this guy said i can be calm and that's easy but you don't deserve my calm yeah his antipathy, antipathy or i'm not sure what it would be before toward isaac this dis, dis, dislike of isaac yeah. was still his choice to act out on that definitely and that goes back to like yeah like i'm saying personal responsibility which a lot of people don't seem to understand the concept yeah, of that right. anymore unfortunately yeah. that's quite unfortunate so Isaac, Lexi, have you heard this before like this kind of like you don't deserve like i can be polite but you don't deserve it because of your choice to be anti-abortion to act out with activism like have you heard that before Sure. And I think people use his same tactic of, oh, I'm just going to get mad. I'm just going to like act crazy, especially the protesters. Oftentimes they're like, you want me to be doing this, so I'm going to do it, mm -hmm. even though we don't want you to be doing that. But they're just giving us exactly what they think we want by acting out crazy, by having these posters, by chanting and all of this. And we're like, yeah. no, this is the exact opposite of what we want you to be doing. However, they think we're showing these photos because we want some crazy youtube video to post yeah because we'll mm -hmm. get so famous by showing abortion victim <laughs> images everybody will love us like no we're literally Doesn't doing the that thing way. that everybody the most controversial one of the most controversial yeah. things you can do in america is show victims of abortion so i just find it so ironic but have you ever run into this i know you probably have seen a few protesters but even just people who just yell at you for this reason yeah, for the reason of thinking that's what I want them to do. Yeah. I think personally, I haven't really experienced someone directly telling me that. Yeah. But I have gotten that, that weird reaction where people just go ballistic on you. And I've never really understood it because I think when you're trying to portray your side of the issue, whatever side that is, you want to 
portray your group in the best light possible. Mm -hmm. You know, as defenders of the unborn, we do our best to carry ourselves with professionalism and to be above reproach. But these abortion advocates just seem to, you know, throw that idea out the window. They just act like crazy people. And I don't, you know, they have the media covering for them, so that helps. But for the general populace, I see that and I'm like, you aren't winning anybody over to your side. You're just showing everybody that you're lunatics. Like, why do you act this way? Mm-hmm. Did you see how effortlessly he put the word populace in there? I know, and I really <laughs> really good job. Really did I, did I yeah, put you that used, in yeah, yeah, it was good. Score, okay. <laughs> I think it's so interesting, too. Like, so he's saying you're here to cause anger, right? Like, so yeah. the, it, let's assume, they assume that we want that reaction, right? Yeah. I don't know how many people, listeners, I'm sure, have a lot of people listening have been in our situation out on the street doing activism, right? Some haven't, but when you have someone just lecturing you on public, it's not really the most fun experience ever, so yeah. I'm not sure that's what I actually, I mean, I, it is not what I want, right? It's just funny. They actually think we want that thing. We don't want that thing. No. We want genuine conversation, back and forth, kindness yeah. by all sides. And who would want that? Who would want a stranger to just lecture you? You no know what I'm that. actually thinking though now that I'm thinking about it more? Maybe people saying that to us, like you just want us to get angry. Maybe they don't actually necessarily believe that's what we're wanting, but it's a good way for them to cover up and say, I'm acting this way because you're forcing me to act this way. And again, deflecting from their personal responsibility. So it's not necessarily them thinking this is exactly what we want to happen, but more so I feel really uncomfortable right now. I'm super mad at you and I don't want to use the skills that I've learned to remain calm in tough circumstances. And I rather, you know, lash out in anger. I think that's really a good point. So I know this is probably beyond the scope of what you want to talk about, Lexi, but this points to like they see the images as a triggering thing, a triggering action, right? And so they have, they're incapable It's the kind of worldview of humans are just machines, animals, whatever. We don't have this ability to actually control our emotions. We just go with them, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that you're on exactly the right path. They're saying it's not my fault. I cannot control myself. It's your fault I'm acting this way, and I'm I'm really not at fault at all. Exactly. That's I think that they hold on to that and make themselves feel a little bit better when they're acting as if, they didn't have any social skills. Like you can't talk to somebody about about uh, like that. But I kind of want to move on to something else because you could see in the conversation, just the short snippet that we listened to, that Isaac shifted from you know saying why we show victims of abortion um, and maybe a more secular uh, position to going straight to God's word the foundation of why we are doing what we are doing. He goes straight to Ephesians 5, like I said before, and is stating, this is the reason, this is uh, what I'm standing on as to why I'm showing these photos, even though they're very hard to see. It's not because I want to invoke anger out of you. It's because we need to be exposing the evil deeds, right? And so what is that? Not a what does that look like, but Have you done that, Seth, where you shifted the conversation, stated from not giving secular reasons, but rather going straight to the Bible, which, I mean, is not at all a bad thing to give, you know, other reasons as to why we use victim photography, because that all lines up with scripture. But the reaction that he gives is, now you're just shoving religion down my throat. Have you ever received that? 
Yeah, I mean, undoubtedly. I think it's interesting. So usually for me, it would come when someone on campus asks me, so um, did you know the Bible actually supports abortion? I ask them for where, and, mm. and then they, they get angry, but they're the ones who bring it up first. I do think it's interesting yeah. with an attorney, though. Like Attorneys are familiar with legal maxims and getting uh, laws and principles from a variety of worldviews, and they're generally familiar with the Judeo-Christian worldview, which brought yeah. a lot of the foundation for our law. So it's interesting he found it so offensive. Right, again, I think that points to there's something else going on here. Of course, he is not a fan of the Bible, but his response to it was so visceral. This shows there's something deep going on there, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. I I wonder if he has had any personal experience with abortion or not. Probably has. I mean, I'm sure like pretty much everybody has on some level. But But I think also in that point, what you were getting to, though, I mean, no matter whether you are quoting the Bible or pointing to the consensus among biologists and when life begins, we're all pointing to truth. All truth is God's truth, Mm -hmm. right? So that's what I mean. I think he's offended by these truths, whether they be explicitly from scriptural passage or just talked about generally in in a more general way. I think that truth is offended to me and that's there's a reason truth is offensive it bothers us until yeah. we accept it yeah and i would say you know the truth is offensive yes but it's the most loving thing we can do yeah, is to right. share the truth and without sharing the truth then what everybody continues living in like this guy he obviously has some sort of emotional connection or trauma that has to do with abortion it caused him to pause so much that he had to stop and have a conversation with Isaac for an extended period of time right and he had to get mad so we can understand that if he stayed the way he was and he wasn't confronted with the truth he could have all of this like anger built up inside of him and just continue living his life with that anger being unchecked. But the great thing about sharing the truth and exposing abortion is people can have those emotions come up and actually face those instead of having them buried. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that Ethan where people are bearing their emotions and all of that is being put on full display when they're confronted with seeing the victims of abortion? Yeah, I have seen that. I've even seen that with myself. You know, not really to do abortion, yeah. but when you have something that challenges your worldview, your worldview is not just a bag of numbers and logic. Your worldview should contain logic mm-hmm. and have sense to it, but there are also emotions that are attached to your worldview. And everybody has emotional attachments to parts of their worldview. So when you are confronted with some somebody who's saying truth and saying that part of your worldview is fundamentally flawed and you need to change that, you're going to get that emotional resistance of, well, this is what I've always believed Mm -hmm. or, you know, the reasons why, because of things that have happened in their past, which is why they hold on to this. And so it can be very hard for people to work through that and finally, you know, set their emotions aside and say, yes, I feel this certain way about this, but the way I feel about truth does not change whether truth is truth. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly right. I would add, um, kind of jumping off back a little bit to what you were saying before, uh, I was just still struck by his response to Isaac when Isaac started talking about Ephesians, right? Because Isaac brought up the Bible when the, when the attorney was challenging him on his motivation. He was mm-hmm. saying, you're here for this reason. And Isaac turned yeah. to the Bible, explained, well, no, here's, here's my worldview. I'll be honest right. about it, right? Here's why I'm here. Yes. And the guy got mad about that. Like, he was not saying everyone sh- must believe this. Of course, Isaac does believe it's true, so everyone should believe it. Yeah. Exactly. But Isaac wasn't saying, and I'm going to try to build a theocracy in America. He was merely saying, here's my worldview. I believe God commanded me to do this. The guy's like, oh, that's wrong, right? So yes. he wasn't even saying, like, the way Isaac was approaching it was responding to, understand me why i'm here yeah 
And the guy found that such to be such a defensive thing. Well, and he even like stated like, oh, now you're like just pushing your worldview or I forget. He even used a stronger word than pushing, but he was uh, like I shoving it down our throats. Yeah, shoving it down like our throats. We didn't use those exact words, but it's like, okay, you asked, you asked why I'm doing right. this here. I'll tell you why. And you know what? My reasoning as to why I'm doing this shouldn't be controversial, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. We can take this to other issues. If we knew in Columbus, Ohio, where this guy was, that there was child labor going on and they, yeah. this guy could actually expose that child labor and all these kids could actually go, maybe they're, you know, not being able to go to school, whatever. They're just being used for labor. Let's go rescue these kids. Okay. If he could be behind that and say, Hey, stand out on the side of the street and say, this is going on. This is where it's happening. Mm -hmm. We need to stand up for these kids. I don't think he would have much pushback. He'd say, oh, no, that's a good thing. You know, we should help children who are facing child labor. They need to, you know, have protection. Yeah. Okay. So he can use that principle of we need to expose wrong deeds. Right. But when it comes to abortion, because he loves the evil deed. Yeah. Think about it. And I think you're right, Ethan. We have to think back to ourselves as well. Like, we all have sin. We all have things that we don't want to be exposed as right. well. So we can relate with this guy. And we can get angry, too, whenever our sin is exposed. So how do we help him now? Or how do we continue this conversation? He's fired up. He's mad. He's now angry that we are brought up the Bible, even though he kind of wanted Isaac, too. Right. What's our next step, Ethan? I think in this conversation, yeah, he kind of asked Isaac. He's making accusations against Isaac, like, this is why you're doing this. And Isaac's like, okay, I'm going to tell you what my motivation for doing this is. Yes. And then he was like, well, no, you can't have that motivation. <laughs> exactly. Right? Because, you know, wh whatever his reasoning for that is, I just don't think you can't let someone make a claim about why you can't have a Christian perspective on abortion and just let them make that claim and let them get away with it. You need to push back and say, okay, why? Why can't I have this background and use that background to oppose abortion? Because he's he's just making a claim. He's mm -hmm. not backing up that claim with evidence. So let's have a conversation about why you think I shouldn't be able to oppose this mm. from a Christian worldview. Mm -hmm. Exactly, because there's a lot of shoulds in what he's saying. You should not be here. You should yeah. not be anti-abortion. You should not force other people to be whatever. To whatever He's saying should a lot or implying should a lot, yeah. meaning he has a worldview that That's he is true. trying to advance as well. We all, if we're honest, have a worldview we're trying to advance, and we want others to believe our worldview because we believe our worldview is true. Yes. It just so happens there's one worldview, Isaac's worldview, in this conversation, which is declared to be untouchable or unshareable. Yeah. And so wrong and so evil that you can't even speak it, <laughs> Because it is wrong really, and evil yeah. to believe that it is wrong to intentionally kill innocent humans. That's a terrible view to hold. It's so Apparently. hard to even combat. I, I don't know. So that was just really interesting. And I would just go back to the first thing that he said, too. One of the first things that he said was, is there a right and wrong way to handle a situation? And he couldn't really answer that. Right. He said it was like based on the circumstance. Based on the circumstance. Like yeah. Based on the circumstance. So that's why he on in this circumstance he could act very angry. Right. And so sometimes there's a right way, sometimes there's sometimes things are right for certain circumstances and sometimes things are wrong for certain 
certain mm-hmm. circumstances. I can't even say the words, but I just thought that was super interesting because he wants to be really fluid about everything in between yeah. other than us, other than what we're doing, other than what we're promoting or whatever or pushing back against. So everything can be right for some people. Everything can be the same things can be wrong for another, for another circumstance. However, it's never okay to say intentionally killing an innocent human being inside the womb is right. That's where we draw the line. Yeah. So anyways, well, thank y'all so much for listening to today's podcast. If you haven't already, please go leave us a five-star review so more people can listen to this podcast. That's all we have for this week. Again, thank you so much for debriefing with us.